We glorify you, Father. What a powerful name it is. Yours is the kingdom. Yours is the glory. There is no other name above yours. Thank you, Jesus. You finished it. You did the work for us. It's by your stripes, it's by your blood. We are healed. We're made whole again. We're reconciled to you. You are a good father. Thank you, God, for your goodness. We lift your name up. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you our thanks. We pour out our hearts to you, Father. There's nothing left for us to say except holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy. You are holy. All glory to you, Father. Your kingdom forevermore. Your name is powerful. You are all powerful. Thank you, Jesus. your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, just as we press in for a little while in prayer tonight before we shift gears, let's just just keep our hearts positioned before the Lord. Whether, whether you're just resting in his presence, soaking in his presence, being still before the Lord, 
or if you're just praying in the spirit under your breath or out loud, if you're just giving him thanks, just, just stay engaged, just stay fixed on him. Lord, we just stay fixed on you tonight. This is what we were born for, God. You created us to be in a relationship with you, to walk with you as Adam and Eve walked in the cool of the day in the garden. We want to just walk with you. Even now, God, we're just walking with you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, God, that in your presence you make all things clear. In your presence, we hear truth. We hear your voice. And all other voices, they just quiet down. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the power of your word. That as you speak to us, as your word comes into our ears, into our hearts, into our bodies, it brings life, it brings, it brings health, it brings strength. It brings renewal. Your word renews our minds. Your word sanctifies us. It changes us. So we welcome, Holy Spirit, that you would speak to us, that your word would come in, that your word would be our bread, would be our water. We would eat and we would drink every word that comes and proceeds from the mouth of God. You spoke, and it came into being. You still speak, and things change. And we just want to partner with heaven tonight. We want to hear your words, and we want to speak them out. We want to declare what you are saying in this hour. So we just thank you, Lord. We thank you that we could be with you participate with you and what you're doing in the earth. Ephesians chapter 6. I'm just going to read a little bit of the words. So let it just go in. Let, let God's word speak to your spirit and to your mind. Now my beloved ones. That's good. You're his beloved. I am his beloved. You are his beloved. We are the beloved ones, beloved of the Lord. I have saved these most important truths for last. Be supernaturally infused with strength through your life union with the Lord Jesus. So tonight, Lord, we just open up our hearts and we say we want to be supernaturally infused with strength through our life union with Jesus, our Lord. We receive the infusion of your power tonight as we are grafted into the King of Heaven, grafted into the vine. We just receive from you, Jesus. We receive your life because we are, we are joined to you. We are in you. We are hidden in Christ. We thank you, Lord. We just receive your wisdom. We receive your grace and strength. We receive the nourishing life of your spirit. Thank you, Lord. 
stand, 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 stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. Thank you, Lord, that we can stand in your power and in your might as it flows in and through us. Put on God's complete set of armor provided for us so that you will be protected as you fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. There's a reason why the enemy is called the accuser, because he's an accuser. It's pretty easy to figure that one out. Your hand-to-hand combat is not with human beings but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms. For they are a powerful class of demon gods, little g, and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. So because of this, you must wear all the armor that God provides so you're protected as you confront the slanderer. We confront the slanderer. For you are destined for all things and will rise victorious. I just declare that over us tonight, that we in this room, all of us in this room, you are destined for all things and you will rise victorious. It's truth. It's truth. You will rise victorious. Put on truth as a belt to strengthen you, to stand in triumph. Put on holiness as the protective armor that covers your heart. Thank you, Lord. Stand on your feet alert. Then you'll always be ready to share the blessings of peace. In every battle, take faith as your wraparound shield, for it is able to extinguish the blazing arrows coming at you from the evil one. Embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance. You want full deliverance? Embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance like a helmet to protect your thoughts from lies. I'd have you guys put your hands on your head, your heart and then your head for all of this, but just let the word of God do its work. We just partner with truth. Father, we want our, our heads protected from lies, our, our minds, our thoughts protected from lies. So we take that helmet of salvation. We embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance like a helmet full deliverance. We just declare over ourselves, over our minds, salvation has brought full deliverance, protecting our minds from lies. And we take the mighty razor sharp spirit sword of the spoken word of God. Thank you, Lord. Pray passionately in the spirit. What does that mean? Pray in tongues. Pray as the Holy Spirit leads you. Pray passionately in the Spirit 
as you constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times. Pray the blessings of God upon all his believers. So tonight, Lord, we just declare your blessings over all believers, all of those in our close uh, church family body and those outside of this church, Lord. We declare your blessings. We declare your blessings, your rich blessings that are uncountable that flow from the heavenly realm to us. And pray also that God's revelation would be released through me, through you, every time we preach the wonderful mystery of the hope-filled gospel. You have equipped us. You have placed your armor on us. And we stand. We choose tonight to stand boldly. We stand in confidence. We stand in your victory. Because we are seated with you. We are standing with you. We are with you in the heavenly realm. Positioned in the place of all heavenly authority. We thank you, Lord, that we are safe with you. Thank you, Lord, that our battle is not against people, but it's against spiritual forces of evil. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just be, let's be, just begin to pray in the Spirit for a, just a couple minutes. Let's just pray in the Spirit. pray in the spirit our minds may be unfruitful but our spirit is edified so we just build ourselves up in the most holy faith our most holy faith and we pray in the spirit on all occasions thank you holy spirit that you are interceding with us you are joining our hearts in prayer tonight and we just pray your will be done we pray your kingdom would come your kingdom your domain would come lord come lord Come with your rule and your reign tonight. Come and conquer our hearts tonight. Come and take more territory, King Jesus. Ride on through our hearts. Ride on through our lives. Ride in triumphant victory. Ride through as the conquering king and come and conquer our hearts. 
more of us, Lord. We say more, Lord. Increase, Lord. Increase your rule and your reign in us. We have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood. We fix our eyes on you, Jesus, the one who endured the shame and the scorn of the cross. When we face opposition, we have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood. So give us tenacity tonight, God. Give us a fight. Put a fight in us, Holy Spirit. Give us a fight to stand strong against the flesh, against the schemes of the enemy until we see your likeness increase, Lord. Breakthroughs increase. Salvation's richness released. Deliverance, forgiveness, reconciliation, healing, strength, provision, resources. Alignment. Come, Lord Jesus. Bring all of your goodness. Bring all of your goodness. We receive your goodness tonight, Lord. Thank you. take the last few minutes of our prayer time tonight. I'd really like to lift up this Sunday uh, gathering that we're going to have. Not just because we want it to be awesome, which of course we do, but we believe that, that the house of Bethel, Bethel Church in Redding, California, and the students that are, that are in our region right now, they are sent here strategically with a purpose, a God-ordained purpose. It's not an accident that they are here. It's not an accident that out of all of the churches in Bremerton that we would get a third of the team to spend time with us. And so I just want to pray just total uh, covering over them, over their time here, and that what they carry, the, the gift that they carry and bring to us that they would come here and release that gift with total covering, total protection, total blessing, and that we would receive, that the hearts that come here would receive, and those that are supposed to be here would not be held back or hindered from being here. I guess I'm praying that right now. So we, we pray that those who are to be here to receive in person, yeah, they can hear it on the podcast. They can get it that way too. They can receive uh, transference of the blessing from us who will be here, but we want those who are ordained for this moment in time to be in this place, to be able to be here. No hindrance, no obstacles, no bad day, no crummy day that just kind of rains on our parade, but it would just be, Sunday would be a day that's blessed with good rest, full rest, that Holy Spirit, you would supernaturally infuse every person that is supposed to be in this meeting, that you would infuse with grace and strength the team from Bethel, that the gift that they carry would be safely 
arriving in this room and they would present that gift and we will open up our hearts wide and receive what they have to impart to us. God, we thank you tonight for Bethel Church. We thank you for Bill Johnson. We thank you for Chris Ballatin. We thank you for all of those powerful men and women that are stewarding your grace and your goodness and your gifts in that place. We thank you, Lord, that, that the grace has been on them to go out and to distribute the good things that you've given them. And we just say, Lord, we, re we wanna receive what you have for us. We know you could do it in many ways. We know you could just deposit it here supernaturally as we worship you. But we know that you take delight in your children when they receive one to, and another in, in the spirit of unity, in the spirit of embrace, in the spirit of honor. And so we, we are in unity with them, God. We honor them and we embrace the gift that they bring, the gifts, many gifts. And we thank you, Lord, that we get to enjoy them ministering to us in this house. Anybody want to add to that? Yes, Lord, we lift up all of the, the members that are coming on Sunday and their families, and we just bless them, Lord. Bless them and keep them safe as they travel to and from here and keep their families safe, Lord, and we just bless them with good health. And we just ask that you send your Holy Spirit to us all to help us, Lord, and to prepare each of us, each of our hearts, to receive what you have to say, Lord God, to receive your power, Lord. We come with expectation, Lord God, to, to see and witness your move of power in this place, Lord, to, to not let, let us be unchanged by your word and by your power, Lord, we long to see you moving here and amongst the people. We long to see you moving here and amongst the people of Bremerton. And we just pray a blessing over each and every person who arrives here on Sunday, Lord, to, to be blessed by you, to be changed by you, Lord. No one can be changed like, you, like the way that you change them, Lord. And we just want to be transformed by you. And we just bless the Bethel leadership, Lord. We bless the Bethel house, the, the mantles that you have granted. Uh, granted to them, Lord, to bless uh, all of their church body and all of the Sabbath. And we just thank you, Lord, that you are sending this this um, this group of ministers here, Lord. And we just pray that um, everyone would be lifted up and encouraged and their hearts would be set ablaze for you. Lord, that your name would be glorified in it all, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord, and we bless you, in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Jesus, Jesus. Lord God, uh, just send mighty angels. Send them now, Lord God. Send them here, Lord God, just to surround this place, surround this room. Fill this room full of angels, preparing the way, preparing the path for, for those that are coming, Lord God, for the, for the ministers that are coming to minister to the people, Lord God. Just fill them with the Holy Ghost, Lord God. Fill them with the Holy Ghost, Lord God, and just uh, have angels surrounding them and protecting them, Lord God, as they come. Lord God, just supernaturally bring people in, Lord God. The, the hurting, Lord God, the hungry, Lord God, bring them in, Lord God. Supernaturally, Lord God, just draw people in here, Lord God, and, and 
till our hearts, Lord God. Just, just, just plow it, Lord God. Just uh, groom our hearts, prepare us for what's going to happen Sunday, Lord God. Lord, we just want to receive more of you, Lord God. More of your blessings, Lord God. We want to work for you, Lord God. We want to be your laborers, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord God. Just prepare us all, Lord God. In Jesus' name. got a stunning hug just a minute ago from Christian. He's got some good hugs. You guys should get a hug from him tonight. It was like, it was like Holy Spirit teddy bear just. All right, guys. Well, we'll see how far we get with this. I know we're at least going to get through the video. We'll get that far and maybe we'll get a little bit into the discussion. We'll see. I think it can flow pretty quick if I if I shut up. So tonight um, we are <laughs> we are in uh, session six. This is good stuff. This is we made it through the hard part. Confrontation. Now it wasn't just confrontation. It was confrontation part one, part two, part three. <laughs> but it's so important. I feel like it's such all of this is such vital stuff for us to build our relationships and build strength into our relationships. If we, someone said years ago, this is my one little preach out of the whole thing. Uh, It was Denise Mira. She said, God wants to cross us. He said, she said, cross, like the power of the cross working in you and me. That, That the stuff that, that we disagree on, the things that, that cut across, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. You're going to find something in somebody that you disagree with. You, you're probably married to the person. Okay? You can't escape it. It's going to be your spouse. It's going to be your kids. Right? It's true. It's going to be your church members. It's going to be your coworkers. It's going to be your best friend. You're going, there's going to be a challenge. And the, the good thing, the awesome thing about the power of the cross, Jesus gives us the tool to die to ourselves in other words, we die to, I want to get my way, my way. <laughs> Did you guys like that? Like a, like a toddler. I want what I want. Now, we don't come up to, up to each other like that. But, but we're, we, we're pretty strong people, most of us. Some people are, you know, they just are pushovers. I don't think anyone in this room is a pushover. Mm, nah, no. <laughs> nope, not even Isabel. Not even Belle. Nope. Most of us have a strong will, Right? In the, in the struggle, the wrestle in this life is, God, not my will, but your will. The power of the cross comes in that we can embrace its power and we can crucify, we can put to death the flesh or our will that doesn't line up with God's heart, God's will. We can crucify, we can allow the power of the cross to actually stitch us together or knit us together. And as, as God strengthens us relationally, we become like a net. Our, our lives, one by one, become a net in the Lord to catch the harvest. He wants to use our church families, not just this church, but all the churches, the body of Christ united, to be like a net to catch the harvest. So that when the lost come in, 
there's a strong net, that a network, if you want to say it that way, but it's like a net of people that have been, they've been joined together, they've worked through their differences, and they're strong. They're, they're strongly committed. Strongly committed. I'm preaching to myself here, so if I'm looking at you or anyone else, it's not because I'm trying to get a message to just one person. This is for all of us. This is life, health tools that will make us strong. So tonight, we get to talk about empowering the people around you. So here we go. Danny Silk, and I'm going to go back there and adjust this, the sound so it doesn't sound like they have a washcloth over their mouths when they're talking. So I want to make it nice and crisp for you guys. Here we go. You ready? I think this thing is going to end up shutting off. Flashing orange at me. Do you know where the batteries are at? you don't mind. We're just going to talk about Tammy as she goes out of the room here. We're going to build team here. We're going to talk about her strengths. So, you know, it's, it's weird in a sense for, I feel it's weird to shift from worship and scripture and prayer to just go into this. We're, we're going from horizontal, us, to Jesus, we're, we're, you know, communicating. We're worshiping God, too. Please, <clears throat> um, and then take that, and then. But what we're doing, what's helping me is we're we're grabbing wisdom and knowledge and experience from people that have that vertical connection, like we do, that are pulling heaven, pull, pulling the wisdom of God, the blueprints of heaven into earth, into our horizontal relationships. Like, you could try to do the horizontal without heaven's help, but I think we all know how that goes, right? The, the, moment, the moment someone crosses us, sister sandpaper, you know, there's other words I've heard in the, in the past that are kind of funny. I like sister sandpaper. You know, you brush up close to sister sandpaper, and you're like, ooh, man, that hurt. It's rough. Sorry, not using you as an example here, but I'm just going to keep using this until it totally shuts out. So, so we're actually doing okay. I think if we can go, I'd, I'd really like to take this up to 8.45 and be done, but that's only 10 minutes. We'll see what we can get. Do you guys think you can at least go 10 minutes into this? Or do I get an amen? We will take a vote just with your nods. <laughs> Bell, you good over there? Okay. All right, here we go. We are on foundation stone number 17, valuing people. Tammy's going to read the verse. Oh, but commission Joshua and encourage and strengthen him, for he will lead this people across and will cause them to inherit the land that you will see. Deuteronomy 3.28. All right, so we see in the scripture a commissioning, commissioning Joshua. He's going to encourage and strengthen and lead people. So, valuing people. Here we go. Communicating and demonstrating value for people empowers them and invites their best to the surface. Three of the primary ways we communicate and demonstrate value are, number one, getting to know people through conversation, observation, and shared experiences, as well as assessments that identify strengths, skills, and behavior styles. Number two, 
trusting people. Trusting people with responsibilities that fit their strengths and involve decision-making and influence. Appreciating people. Appreciating people through encouragement, praise, thanks, and increased trust. So we got those three things, getting to know people, trusting people, and appreciating people. Pretty simple, three levels. Empowering leaders, not empowering the leaders, but leaders who empower. Empowering leaders work to establish a culture in which people feel known, trusted, and appreciated. That's my goal in this house, my job. Now there's more to it than that, but to empower people. So here we go. It's time to we get to examine our foundation. We got to ask ourselves some questions. And just for the sake of time, we probably won't go into answering unless you've got a burning example and testimony of one of these questions that you want to just contribute the answer to. If that's cool, just pop a hand up. Otherwise, we're just going to go full steam ahead in this. Have you experienced relational environments where vision is lacking or confusing? If so, how did this affect you and others? No hands are going up. Might be kind of awkward if you talk about, well, yeah, I've been here and for a while, and I don't even know what the vision is. It's lacking and confusing. If that's the case, talk to me at the end of the meeting. Second question, how does your personal vision, your personal vision, connect to and flow from the corporate vision of the relational environments in which you are most involved? That's a long question. But in other words, how do you connect to the vision of the house if in the case of this church? Your personal vision, connecting to and flowing from the corporate vision. What do you need from a leader to feel empowered as you fulfill your role in pursuing vision? That's an easy one, actually, where if you wanted to throw some things out. What do you need from me? <laughs> what do you want? What do you need? <laughs> I might have some in the wallet. I don't know. No, it's a good question, though. And it's not just what do you need from me, but what do I need in reciprocating? What do we need from each other? Anyone want to throw out a few things that you need? And I'll work on it. We already do this, but I think it's good that, that when we review some of the prophetic words and the callings for LCC in this church... It helps us to keep on what God has called us to do here. And then all we have to do is come into alignment with what he's doing. So that makes it a lot easier to do that. So I would say that that kind of speaks to the second question. Keeping the vision, reminding ourselves of the prophetic words we've received and, and staying focused on so we know where we're going. But on a more personal level, like, what do you need? I'll just, I'll, I'll be the victim here. I'll, I'll let you guys abuse me with this one. If you, that sounds really weird. Do you, what do you need from a leader to feel empowered? Now, now that does fit. It does fit about reminding, um, like, I guess that would be me to remind you or anyone else or all of us together in one sitting of, of where we're going or what our vision is. But what do you need from me to feel empowered as you fulfill your role in pursuing the vision? 
Got any input, Dad? Huh? You want to give an example? Anyway, there's five people on our board at Paws, and there are two alpha dogs. And yeah, and so when you feel like that maybe you're the biggest alpha dog, you can try to take over the conversation with your vision of solving the problem. So it takes a lot of time to sit back and listen to all people when we're trying to solve a problem for the organization. And that becomes hard to do. But I think I found out you keep quiet and encourage everybody to speak and give their answer to the problem. And it can be like collaboration. And then the least of the five gets their input and not just sit there and listen to two people who think they're the boss. That's my part of it. I don't know. I don't know if you guys could hear most of that. <clears throat> I'd have to turn them up. But um, basically, he's saying what would really be helpful from the person. The, there's usually one person leading the whole thing, right? Even though you have two alpha dogs. So, but the goal would be to have the one person in charge facilitating value for each person to contribute to the discussion or to the the thought process instead of just letting the two alpha dogs out of he has a, a team of five five board members are you number six or are you part of the five so there's five total two alpha dogs and he's just, i'm assuming he's not talking about himself um so you got right so you've got two very strong opinions and strong leaders which is actually a good thing to, to be strong but but what is helpful is for someone to help navigate and like he said the collaborate was a good word that he enjoyed hearing collaborating collab someone to help collaborate all of the people involved so that everyone gets their their voice valued everyone needs to be valued to be able to give their input because if you just have the two loudest people just running over everybody every time it's people are going to feel why do I even show up to this I don't we don't have the loudest person it's just the president is college has a college education in business so he feels like he knows best on those things however he tells people, Gene has the final say. And, but I don't want the final say. I want to ask everybody for input and not let the president control it because he has got good eyes and vision and smart. But I want to ask each one what they think about it, what their decision is. So, and we don't get loud or anything like that. But I realize if I start talking, they will defer to me and say, well, let's all vote on what Gene says. No, that's not what I want. So, does that make it clear? So, so who gets the final say? You. 
So you get a group, group discussion and consensus. But the goal is to value the, each individual and give them an opportunity to contribute. Yeah, that's good. Awesome. I need to give you the microphone more often. <laughs> All right. Well, we did. We reached the eight forty-six point. So maybe we might end with this. Uh, these questions. That's okay. I think uh, good coaching and encouragement from uh, leaders really uh, gives people a drive and a target to reach as well. As a leader, then, coaching and, what did you say coaching in? Encouragement. So coaching people along, helping drop, draw the good things out of people. Um, I'll just add, so he's talking about valuing people's voice. You're talking about um, encouraging them and coaching them. Yeah, those are some good things. You know, there's one thing that I've experienced um, that, that I need from leaders. So if I have a leader in my that I want to be in a strong connection with, I do need them to value my voice, to, to give me an opportunity to speak and not just, you know, tell me everything I need to do and expect me to do. That's, that's not leading, that's micromanaging. Um, and I do need, you know, as a, as a leader and under another leader, I would want that encouragement and coaching in what I'm, the task that I'm doing. But I, and I think for, for me is just um, inexperiences when you're with someone, even if it's not a leader over you, just someone, it could be just a friend, is when, when you are sharing, actually listening to you instead of thinking what their response is gonna be and they miss everything that you're saying. Has anybody in the room ever experienced that? Just a couple, just half of us. You're the ones that are the problem. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm teasing. I'm pretty sure you guys would have probably had this happen, but but maybe you don't notice it. But sometimes I've noticed it with not anyone in here, but in the past. And I'm, I'm not trying to be nice, you know, but really, no one in here have I had that problem with. But I have had people over coffee um, going back and forth, and when you're you're opening up and telling them something that's really valuable to you and they're just like they pull their phone out and they check it real quick and they set it down and they're like looking around the room and, and you know and honestly I in this environment here and when we're having maybe a one-on-one -on -one conversation I get a little bit distracted because it's not ideal for me necessarily to be in here with a lot of activity happening but I but I do I do fight I do struggle in, in a good way to stay locked in to your conversation with me as you're telling me what your heart is. So I, I think it's really valuable and important for us to learn how to be present when someone's communicating to us. You know, when, when someone's talking about what, what's going on inside of them, they're being vulnerable. They're opening up and they're, they're, they're placing what's valuable to them before you, trusting that you're going to value what they're doing, what you're doing, opening up. And if they're too busy checking their phone or, you know, take a phone call or whatever, it just, it, it just speaks, you know. Honestly, when I've had those experiences, I, I just kind of stopped spending time with people that it's just a one-way conversation. 
still love them. I'll, st- I'll still hang out if I, you know, have an occasion to do it. But, you know, as far as committing an hour here, an hour there over a coffee, two hours, usually it's a two-hour coffee visit. And, and it's just a one-way thing. You just... I'm not going to repeat that part. Um, so we'll end, we'll end with this core value. Core value. To sum up this part of the discussion tonight, the core value is in honoring relational environments, vision is communicated. Boy, I can't talk. Vision is communicated clearly. Okay. David got that one. Vision communicated. And it's discussed regularly and pursued collaboratively. So we collaborate. We keep the vision in front of us. We discuss it regularly. It doesn't mean that's all we ever talk about. I mean, there, we, we, as a church, we are making it our aim to be led by the Holy Spirit in our gathering. So if he wants to do something different in the, in the meeting, in our worship time or whatever, you know, we put teaching aside. We'll put you know, it happens on a Wednesday night. We just don't get to the, the class. It's happened on a Sunday. I have notes and stuff prepared. Put it aside because God's doing something else in the room. Um, but, but in general, we want to continue to massage in the ultimate vision of the house. And it's pretty simple for this house, really. You know, we are, we are establishing... It's hard to find the right words sometimes because a lot of words come to mind to describe our unique DNA as a church. But, but an, as an apostolic prophetic resource center or a hub, you can call this place a hub, a gathering spot where, where we embrace apostolic and prophetic resources. And that would take a lot just to explain what that even means. Um, we, we're establishing a house, a, a house that is... is a kingdom family where we flow together learning to how to honor each other which is why we're taking this course honoring one another and valuing the presence of God over all of it I mean it's, that's the simple picture the step back from 10 feet and just look at it what is this play, what, what is the vision of what this house is to look like it's to look like a family that flows together in honor and valuing the presence of God over all things. And there's a ton of stuff that falls underneath that. <laughs> like we're, we're learning together how to be a priesthood of believers that go out of this building and minister. We are all priests. We are all ministers. We walk in an identity, a royal identity. We host the presence of God in us and on us as we go out. So we walk in power and intimacy with the Lord. We release the supernatural. We release the presence of God from within us, out of us, to see signs, wonders, and miracles happen. Supernatural activity flowing from heaven into us and out of us. Giving, uh, learning how to walk in grace and in truth, how to walk in hope and in joy, um, how to understand the flow of heaven's government into our earthly relationships. There's just so many different facets, but ultimately, stepping back, that this would just be a, a house that is feels like family. When people walk into the room, that they would feel a sense of family. Like, this feels like I'm in the living room right now. 
I feel like I can be safe here and at home here and be myself. And I can learn how to communicate between myself and, and the other people in the family room. Some of us are quiet. Some of us are more outspoken. That's just how it is in a house. You get a house you know, that grows and you got the aunts and the uncles in the house. You got your crazy uncle from another town who comes in and he's the one that tells all the jokes and stuff. And you get the, the, the aunt from across the country that comes, to, comes home from out of town and she's the one who's kind of the serious one. And, but boy, when she talks, she brings something to the table. So you get what I'm saying? There's just so many different personalities and, and communication styles and gift sets. And we just, we just want to see this become a house that has this flow of honor. We like value and recognize everyone's differences. We don't want everyone to be the same. We don't want cookie-cutter Christians. But we want to see empowered sons and daughters of God rising up in who they really are called to be in Christ and going out of this place, bringing the presence of Jesus everywhere they go. So a house that's a family that flows in honor and it, and it has to have the, the presence of God as being the centerpiece. Otherwise, if, if he's not here, I mean, I, I love y'all, but I don't know if I want to meet with you just to, just, just to hang out if the presence of God's not here. That sounds kind of bad. Actually, I would. I would if there's some coffee involved or, or whatever, food. But we're here with our number one goal, and that's to feast on the presence of God, right? Even if that is the, the main thing that has drawn you to come here is the presence of God. In finding him here, you'll also find a family that is, that is learning and making it their aim to walk together in honoring relationship. So let's pray.